This is Messages from the Middle. I'm Wendy Parrish. This is episode number 31, Grit and Grace, What You Need to Know About Masculine and Feminine Energy. Let's get into the episode. Have you noticed that people don't usually share their struggles until they're over? It's not until they've defeated their dragon and marched victoriously home that they share their story. Well, I'm not one of those people. My name is Wendy Parrish, and I am in the middle of my story. From the middle, I've learned a few things, and I would like to bring you into my story. This is the good, the struggle, the light, the dark, and the lessons learned. This is Messages from the Middle. Hi, and welcome to Messages from the Middle. It has been (laughs) quite the week. Last week's episode um, dropped while I was on a boat in Mexico. And let me tell you, that was some crazy times. Uh, It was a really fun cruise. We went for my parents' 50th anniversary, which was actually in April. But this is when we could all get together. And there was a hurricane. (laughs) I didn't know they could have hurricanes in the Pacific, but we had a hurricane. So we were not able to go to Puerto Vallarta Uh, But the boat was really fun. My family was really fun. Um, Yeah, my girls had a blast. It was a great time. So yeah, we're home and I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. And let me also tell you, I woke up this morning to 26 degrees and snow on the ground. So going from a warm, sunny cruise to snow on the ground has been quite the shift. Not to mention... I don't know if this is a thing. Please, if you experience this too, let me know. Let me, like informal survey, informal survey. My depression shows up pretty ugly and a little bit severe after a vacation. I don't know if it's like while I'm on vacation, all my like serotonin and everything is like, woohoo, we're so happy. And then I get home and then things just sort of like go into like revolt mode. Or if I just get really depressed because I I don't know, I have no idea what it is. Which brings me to today when I'm recording. It's Wednesday. I usually record my podcast episodes on like Sunday or Monday and then have them all edited and ready to go so that they are live first thing in the morning on Wednesday. Right now it's Wednesday at about 4.40 and I'm just now sitting down to record because first of all, I wasn't home on Monday, my regular recording day. And I just have not been, I just haven't been in a good place. But I made a promise to myself that I would put out an episode every single week. And I have not broken that promise to myself yet. And of all the things that I'm, you know, I struggle with, I'm pretty good at keeping promises I make to myself to the point where if I'm worried it might not be something that I can keep up on, I don't make that promise to myself. (laughs) Might sound like a cop out, but if I'm like, this probably doesn't matter enough to me, this podcast really matters to me. It is my favorite thing that I do consistently week to week. I learn so much as I prepare it. I just, I really enjoy this process. And so 
I promised myself I'd do it. So here we are, a little bit late, but here I am. And I'm showing up messy. And I have just really come to love that concept of showing up messy. And you just show up no matter what. So starting out this episode, that's kind of a message I want to put out there for you. No matter what's going on, sometimes it might be hard to really, you know, do much, get out of bed, whatever it is. But if you can show up messy and just get out of bed and do whatever it is, that is the victory right there. Just show up, do the thing, press record, go, you know, put on the running shoes, whatever it is, just show up and show up messy. So that's what we're starting with, but that's not actually what this podcast episode is about. I've actually been doing some research for an episode that is going to take a little bit more finesse and getting it together, a concept that I've been kind of working on. And as I was doing the research for this episode that I've got coming up, something came up that I thought it's really important that I explain the concept of masculine and feminine energy before I even do that podcast. Because if you don't understand masculine and feminine energy, then that podcast episode will lose some of its meaning. So what is masculine and feminine energy? A basic sum up is that regardless of your biological gender, we all have a mix of masculine and feminine energy, and you need both in our daily lives. If it helps for you to think about it in terms of yin and yang or something along those lines, it's kind of that same idea. These opposite energies that also balance balance each other out. Masculine energy is characterized by doing. That's the grit. That's the get it done energy. It's doing and achieving, and it's molded by logic and reason. The feminine energy is more about being. That's the grace energy. It's intuitive and oriented towards allowing and receiving an empathy. We might be more dominant in one of these energies. And again, it does not matter what your biological gender is. You will notice that you're more dominant in one, but if you can balance the energies, then you experience a greater sense of harmony and a greater sense of fulfillment. And when they're off or when you're imbalanced or very overly imbalanced in one or the other, it causes friction. It causes more stress in your life. Basically, the idea is that you need both in your life and you need to find ways to balance them. So let's talk about feminine energy first. And this has nothing to do with ladies first. This has to do with me just feeling like we tend to be more of a doing society. We emphasize accomplishment and that ability to just, you know, get it done. Be productive. The more productive you are, you know, the the better you are. Or so we think. 
right? At least it feels like that's what society values. So a lot of times what most of us need is to find our feminine energy and how to tap into that feminine energy. One of my therapists would always say, you're a human being, not a human doing. And I really, really loved that. Feminine energy is more intuitive. It's flowing and dynamic. There aren't really lines to stay in with feminine energy. It's unrestricted and it doesn't follow any rules. It's guidance coming from the heart. I really love this quote that I found. It says, feminine energy is like a river with countless meanders, sometimes quiet and patient, other times strong and rumbling. So this is not weak energy. It's very strong energy. It just comes from a different place. Another thing about feminine energy is it's very creative. It's almost like creativity that just kind of comes out of thin air. What I loved as I have looked at feminine energy is the idea of allowing things to be what they are. It's not a need to go in and control things and make them what you want them to be. It's the ability to allow things to unfold as they are instead of feeling that need to direct and control them. That's really important for people like me who have this need to make things the way you want them to be. The idea that if I can create this perfect whatever, I won't deal with depression anymore. I have talked about this, especially I talked about it in my episode about um, the masks that we wear. And I talked about perfectionism and how I never thought I was a perfectionist because I in no way am perfect. Things are a disaster in my life. But I realize that it shows up for me in the sense that I try to create a perfect image so no one knows what a hot mess it is up to the point where I just, if I know I'm not going to be good at something, I just don't do it. And if something happens outside of my control that doesn't fit the perfect image that I want so badly to create, then I feel devastated. And so much of our life happens outside of our control. So this feminine energy allows you to just allow things to happen, accept them as they come into you like ocean waves. I love the visual of ocean waves. They just come in and they go and they come in and they go. And it doesn't mean that you're powerless against these ocean waves. You can learn to surf them, but you're not trying to stop them or make them bigger or whatever it is. You just are allowing these waves to come in and then you have the control to create what you want from there by just simply being in your being mode and approaching things with grace. Feminine energy also 
doesn't suppress emotions. I've talked about this so much. It allows your emotions because it accepts that your feelings are sending valuable messages to you. When you are in your feminine energy, you are not afraid to feel those emotions. So feminine energy is good for you, right? But if you are all in your feminine, if you are imbalanced and all too much in your feminine, then that imbalance can show up as feeling powerless, manipulative, needy, overly sensitive, and codependent. So if you take a look at the strengths of feminine energy, so, and I don't know if I've ever said this before, but this is a concept that's kind of cool and very mind-blowing, is a lot of times a weakness is a strength overdone. And I'm going to unpack that more probably in a later episode. But for right now, I just want you to hear that. A weakness is a strength overdone. And just let that marinate in your brain for a little bit. So then when we unpack it, you've kind of had some time to think about it. But if you're looking at that empathy, feeling, needing to create. So if you don't actually create something from that need to create, then it's going to dry up and you're going to feel empty. You're going to feel needy. If you let empathy overrun and you don't balance it out with some doing and some action from the masculine side, you will be overly sensitive. Or like I talked about that allowing, but then you can just be like, I, everything just happens. I'm powerless. I can't do anything about that. Or you depend on somebody else to get things done for you because you are just in that needy place. So then that leads to codependency. So keeping that in mind, we'll talk a little bit about how you balance your energies and what you can do to find those balances. But just think about what we talked about with the feminine energy. Does that feel like you? Does it feel like that's something you're very strong in? Does that feel like something that you have none of? And just Pay attention as we go into talking about masculine energy. Masculine energy is doing mode. Masculine energy is grit, right? It's confidence and structure and decisiveness. It's more stable and more predictable. Its strengths are willpower, clarity, and focus. Masculine energy likes to create structures and rules and know how to apply logic correctly. Another way to look at masculine energy is as knowledge, whereas feminine energy is knowing. This knowledge is static and precise and an exact design, while knowing is forever changing. It's not a level of knowledge to be achieved because once you get there, it opens up new possibilities and inspires you to grow further. Has anyone ever, like once you start learning about something, then you realize, oh, there's so much more to learn, right? I felt this way, I felt this way so many times, but one of the times that comes to mind is college. As I was getting ready to graduate, I remember talking to my advisor 
And she was like, how you feeling? And I was like, I feel like I'm just getting started. I feel like there's so much more to do and learn and I'm just getting started. And I have continued to learn and get education throughout my time, even though it hasn't necessarily been in a structured environment. But I'll tell you, I often kind of kick myself for not going on and getting a master's degree in something. It's the more knowledge you gain, you're not like, okay, I've got it, I'm done. You want to learn more. Masculine energy has the gift of clarity. So it knows what needs to be done to achieve something. There's not a lack of, I don't know what to do and confusion and a lack of direction. It's, there's a plan, it lays out guidelines and it's based on logic and experience. And masculine energy is protective. It fights for what it loves and it finds a way to achieve goals and get things done. It's interesting to note that in a lot of cases, with masculine energy, um, it's very brutally honest and doesn't really care what other people think. It's more concerned about what he, what it, let's see, I don't want to say he because I'm talking about masculine energy, but it can exist in anyone. So whatever you think of yourself. Um, and it's another thing that comes from masculine energy is a feeling of doing the right thing. The other thing is that it's a very it's very linear. So if you need to go from A to achieve C, you lay out the plan, you know, going through B to get there and it won't deviate from the plan unless the plan starts to contradict beliefs and then it's able to create new a new plan. Whereas with feminine energy, it's very flowing, it's very circular, it's I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. And you get there, but through a very intuitive process. There might not be a plan. It might just be take the next right step, take the next right step, and so on. So just like with feminine energy, you can be too much in your masculine. You can be imbalanced in masculine energy. And when you are imbalanced in masculine energy, then you show up as aggressive, confrontational, controlling, micromanaging, and competitive. So based on what we just talked about with masculine energy, can you see how those would be the strength overdone? If you have a plan and you know you're right because of that sense of righteousness, you could see how you would micromanage. You could see how you would want to be competitive or aggressive or controlling So a pretty volatile combination would be a person that is too much in their feminine and a person that is too much in their masculine. Can you see how those two would be a pretty unhealthy relationship? And once again, it has nothing to do with biological gender. Now, as you listen to this, you probably noticed that some of these traits are more present in females and more present in males but that doesn't mean that you can't have both or that you shouldn't someone that is too much in their feminine needs to balance out a lot of that the things that make them feel powerless needy overly sensitive with a sense of 
doing things. I know, knowing that they are right and that they can take their power. So going back to the analogy with the waves, if you're too much in your feminine, you just let those waves come and knock you down, come and knock you down, come and knock you down. To achieve the balance, the waves are going to come and you know that you need to allow them. But to take back some of your power, you need to learn to surf or at least boogie board. Boogie boarding is pretty darn fun. So either one, just understanding that you need to have a plan in a lot of cases. You need to gain knowledge and learn things so that you aren't just powerless. So even though you're being guided by your intuition, there's knowledge to back up that intuition. I'm going to use the example of being a young mom for this one. So I believe very much that a mother has a very strong sense of what to do to help their own children. However, there needs to be a level of education and knowledge to back that up. So if you feel very strongly, for example, I felt very strongly that my youngest child, who was a summer birthday, should be held a year in schools so that she got to, so she was the oldest in her class. I backed that up with knowledge of my own personal life experience, being the youngest in my class, didn't love it, and studies that have shown that kids who are older in school do better. And I'm not saying that there aren't kids who are super, you know, young for their age that haven't just thrived. I know one very personally. His name is Mitchell Parrish and he's my husband. But there's a lot of studies and a lot of evidence that show that kids that are older in their class do better. So I had a feeling that something needed to happen, but I was able to back it up with knowledge. Moving into the masculine, if you're too much in your masculine and you are just go, 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 do, 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 then truthfully, that's what leads to a lot of burnout, a lot of what we see in our society with people who are just constantly going and constantly pushing and they burn out and then they end up angry and controlling and confrontational and constantly competitive. So if you have overdone willpower, clarity, and focus, you might miss the people around you. You might miss moments where people around you are hurting. You're too deep in focus. You're too deep in just powering through things. And you might not notice that someone around you is hurting. So you need to pull in some empathy. You need to learn how to listen to your own intuition to quiet that constant chatter of your left brain that has you in go, 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 do, do, do mode. When you nurture feminine energy, when you're very strong in your masculine and you nurture feminine energy, then you become more creative. And if you look at some of the greatest, I guess I'll say minds or inventors that we know of, they were able to create something out of nothing, something that we never even were able to think about or comprehend. Right now, I'm thinking of, you know, the iPhone that I'm holding in my hand right now. Could we have comprehended this? But someone did. And it's someone who has a lot of knowledge and skill and drive, 
but he was also creative and able to lean into his creative side by tapping into feminine energy. So an oversimplified way of looking at this is paying attention to where you are and what you're doing. If you're in doing energy all the time, you need to pause and maybe stop and be for a little while. If you're always just in being, maybe you need to do. Maybe this one's for me, man. I think I'm definitely in being mode a lot more. And I think sometimes I need to now get up and do. I was in being mode a lot with this podcast. I kept writing and thinking and reading and studying. And then it was like, okay, now I just need to do. I need to sit down. I need to press record and I need to do. And before I get into some steps that you can do to balance your energies, just keep in mind that balancing your energy, just like everything else in life, it's a fluid process. We don't just like get there and we're like, boom, did it. It's constant and it's fluid and we're always going to be working towards balance and we'll move back and forth between the two and sometimes we'll be in this beautiful state of balance and other times we'll be too much in one or the other. The key is awareness and noticing it and seeing where you are and what you can do to help it. So since I started talking about feminine energy, I'll start by talking about ways to cultivate your feminine energy. First is to meditate daily. 10 to 20 minutes of meditation in your daily routine will help you take your mind more into your being mode, which is your rest and digest, and out of your doing mode, which is fight or flight. Meditation helps you connect to your body and helps you to find your feelings, be in your feelings, And also allow your intuition to just tell you. I can tell you in the past couple weeks, I've had some really beautiful insights that have come that I've really needed during my meditation time. One of my favorites is movement. Specifically, some sort of a mind-body connection movement. This is yoga. This is Pilates. This is dance. And I love to dance. I can tell you on this cruise, we did some of those like silent disco nights and I had, I had so much fun. It felt like I was returning back to like some of the happiest moments of like my high school days. I love to dance and I do feel like it opened something up in me. Learn how to relax. Learn how to just sit and allow yourself to just be still and be quiet. This can be going outside and sitting in the sun, which doesn't exist right now because it's winter already here, or taking a bubble bath or reading your favorite book. Just learn how to just chill out. And then there's creativity. Create something. You do not have to be an artistic person to create something. I'm trying to think of non, you know, artsy things. I, I am an artsy person. I like to make things, but there's lots of ways to be creative. And so just find your 
creative expression that works for you. There's spending time in nature and actually putting your bare feet to the earth helps to ground you and helps you to find that balance between doing and being, between masculine and feminine. It helps your mind and your body to reattune to natural rhythms. So ways to do that, like I said, putting your feet in the grass or a really great way is to put your feet in running water in a river. Once again, I know that it's winter, so that might not be something you really want to do. I will say that there are companies out there that will sell you something called a grounding mat. It has crystals in it and it's supposed to be chart like you actually plug it into the grounding unit of your outlets. I mean, take it for whatever it is. If it's I feel like if you believe in it, it will work for you. And then share your feelings. Be vulnerable. Find that person that you can open up and share with. Those are just some things that you can do to find a little bit more of your feminine energy. And here are some ways that you can tap into your masculine energy if you feel like you're a little too much in the feminine. One is to create structure. Oh yeah. For people like me, this is like, it feels like it's like the unreachable goal the like I don't know how to explain it it's like I want structure and balance so much but every single time I try to create structure it just almost throws me into more of a tailspin so that leads me to another one which is taking consistent action so I have found the way for me to create structure is to start small and be consistent with it so this for me started with I make my bed every day period that's it. I make my bed every day. For some of you, that might not be that big of a deal, but I can tell you, I don't really grow up making my bed. And then when I got married, my husband didn't understand the purpose of making your bed because you just get right back in it. And so it's really only been recently where like I wake up and I make my bed. That little bit of structure and consistency helped me to go from I get up, I make my bed. Now I do five minutes of meditation. I get up, I make my bed, I do five minutes of meditation. And and then you just add on once you feel consistent in something where it becomes just part of your process, you add a little bit more. So the combination of, you know, you want to create structure, but you got to start small. So then you just take consistent action. Just little, little goals, little pieces will get you there. Another one is to, again, this is movement, but more of a not as much your mind and body movement but more like push-ups squats running swinging your arms it's just more even like a weightlifting exercise so you are still connected to your body obviously you still need to have that connection but it's more like throwing things around i know that sounds so funny to say but throwing things around and and make some noise, make some noise. As I was studying and reading up on this and things like making noise came up, I thought of Dead Poet Society. And there's one moment where Robin Williams wants the people to make, I believe it's a gigantic yawp. 
And he gets the boys to just go from like, yup, to like a full belly yell and how they feel better. We also had an exercise when I was in treatment where we went to the top of a mountain and we screamed. And then we were asked, like, how did that feel? And there was, it just releases something in you. It opens something up. There's also power poses. There have been studies that have shown that like standing like a superhero for a period of time helps to build your confidence and helps you to feel more like you are capable of doing. And, you know, again, even just saying things to yourself, like, I've got this, I can do it. I'm brave. I'm capable. I know in a lot of cases, it feels like it's empty, but take the power pose, breathe into it, ground your feet and feel it. And then say those words, I am capable. I've got this. And the body, the combination of the stance in the body and the words to the brain really help you to feel it. And the last one I'll say is to set some goals. And once again, you can start small because sometimes we set these big, huge, massive goals that are so crazy and far beyond us. And then we don't get there and then we beat ourselves up and we feel like we're not capable and we can't do anything. So there's a couple ways you can approach this. You can look at the big, huge, massive goal that you want. Then you say, what is the next step I need to take to get there? And that's your first goal. You can just set small goals. Like I said, wake up every day and make my bed. Set goals, set step goals. And if you're walking like 3,000 steps a day, be like, all right, I'm going to do 6,000 steps a day. I'm going to double it until you get to a point where you set a goal of 10 to 12,000 steps a day. So if setting goals is very daunting to you, start with those small ones. And as you accomplish every single one of those small goals, you get a little bit of a dopamine hit and it helps you to want to achieve more and do more. So between these two different ideas and ways that you can balance your energy, you can tap into knowledge and doing and intuition and creativity and bring that together to create this balance and your ability to be more than you ever thought you could. It takes you adding masculine to your feminine, takes you out of powerless and into powerful. And adding feminine to your masculine takes you out of aggressive and confrontational to empathetic and creative. So pay attention to where you feel like you're dominant in these energies and really ask yourself, are you imbalanced in these energies? And how can you bring balance back into your masculine and feminine energy? Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you have a moment, it would really be amazing if you could leave me a rating and a review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and share my episodes with people. I really want to get the message of mental health and ending the stigma and knowing that everyone 
is fighting a battle that we can't really know or comprehend. Thank you so much for being with me this week. I need you to know that you are loved and you matter, no matter who you are or where you are in your story. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me in the middle of my story. My theme music is White Linen by Asher Child. He's my kid. You can find all of his amazing music on all streaming platforms. And you know, it just wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't ask you to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. But seriously, it would really mean so much to me if you did. Thank you so much and see you next time.